thanks to Phil Hoffman Travel. It costs no more to travel with the best. This is 5AA Travel Talk. Yeah, with the man himself, Phil Hoffman. The thing about Phil Hoffman Travel, you establish a relationship with one of the consultants down there. They get to uh, to know you. They get to know what you like, where you want to go, how much you want to spend. And any little thing when you're away goes wrong, you've got a name and a telephone number to ring and say so-and-so, so-and-so, and it gets fixed on the spot. It's just one of the many reasons when you're thinking about travelling, whether it be interstate or overseas, when we can eventually do that, fly and cruise, get in touch with the people that Phil Hoppen and I said you establish a, a relationship with one of the consultants down there, and they look after you every inch of the way. They really do. The man himself. G'day, Philip. How are we? I'm good, Tony. Really good at the moment. Uh, now with the vaccine coming, I'm uh, getting more positive every day, and I think it's going to help with the borders, the situation as well. So, yeah, just roll on the, the vax. All right, Phil, we've got some some questions. I know we've, uh, we'll be talking to uh, Cheryl Lee Harris in a moment or so, a lady who's been lucky enough to be in a motorhome and touring around Tassie. What a great way to have a holiday. Uh, this is from, uh, from Greta. Oh, as a... As a mad power supporter, bloody everywhere, I'd love to fly to Melbourne to see one of their games, preferably at the MCG. Combining this with a 12-month long-standing catch-up with my grandson over there, is it best to book through the club or through... Phil Hoffman Travel, looking forward to going to Melbourne and see the power. No, definitely through uh, Phil Hoffman Travel, uh, uh, yeah. Tony, because, well, we'll look after all the flights, we can do the accommodation, and then we can certainly help her chase tickets for the game. So, geez, uh, she's confident, uh, thinking about September already. But, uh, yeah, no, certainly, uh, uh, Tony, it's it's about looking after the whole package, you know, and uh, we certainly did that with uh, people going up to the Gabba for the final in Brisbane and that. So uh, that's what we do all the time. The big thing... Uh, uh, Tony, is we just need some consistency on the borders. And once we get that across from all the premiers that have all got different um, mandates, uh, you know, it'll help uh, get uh, tourism really back on on its feet. And certainly uh, we're, we're hearing jo- uh, Joyce, Alan Joyce, talk about Qantas maybe flying in uh, in October. Uh, yeah. You know, and I think he's basing that on the fact that if we all have uh, vaccines by uh, you know, the whole of Australia by October, but also other countries are certainly seeing some good results by their results at the moment because they started ahead of us, you know, the UK, uh, Israel, America, and that, even though the numbers look big to us at the moment compared to Australia. Yeah. The numbers are coming down, so it's a very good positive sign at the moment, and we're certainly seeing that in the confidence of people booking at the moment, Tony, for 22-23. This is going to be the interesting uh, whole way it's going to happen because you're going to have three years into one year. People who couldn't travel in 20 thought they were going to travel in 21. Now they all want to go in 22, so it's going to be a very busy year. But we've still got only the same or less inventory, uh, Tony, so you need to start planning now and coming and talking to us. Yeah, Tina at Mitchell Park. Tina, we'll get to you in a moment or so, but the lady we're about to talk to now, one of our regulars uh, here on Adelaide's 5AA, and what a holiday she's just had, a motorhome holiday down in Tassie. What a great way to have a holiday. What a great way of doing it. Phil, introduce our, our next guest. Afternoon, Cheryl Lee Harris. How are you? Afternoon, Philip Hoffman <laughs> and Phil Coe. How are you both? Yeah. Now, tell us, because you went down with excitement to be going down in a brand-new motorhome uh, that yep. you've uh, bought and exploring Tassie. And I said to uh, Josh last week, I said, we're going to talk to Cheryl Lee because she'll be able to talk to us all about her experiences of Tassie. And I don't think you've been there for a long time. And I know when we chatted yesterday, just to sort of touch a few points, you just said, 
said how exciting Tassie's been in the last eight, ten days you've been down there. And uh, please tell us all about it and, and you know what you're seeing and, and feeling about Tasmania because it is number one choice at the moment for South Australians to get away. Oh, look, Phil, it, 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 I am very, very excited. I had didn't have any expectations. As you said, it's been a long time since I've been here. But... I've had no idea about the beauty of Tasmania. There's something here pretty much for, for everybody. It's so relaxing. We drove from South Australia to um, uh, Spirit of the Tasman, got on the Spirit of the Tasman and had an, um, an overnight and then arrived in uh, Devonport uh, in the morning. It was a very, very easy, easy, easy uh, transition. Um, the boat was fantastic. The Spirit of Tasman was fantastic. Uh, and so an, an enjoyable start to the journey. But then we've got to Tasmania. And I, as I said, had, had no idea about the beauty of Tasmania. I'd never experienced uh, this much of it. So we started off in Devonport and, um, and drove through Launceston. Uh, look, from, from Devonport down to Hobart is only, you know, in total just over 300 kilometres. So it's not massive. But the beautiful, the wildlife and the kangaroos and, um, you know, gorgeous mountainsides. The food here, Phil, is absolutely amazing. I think because of, of the geography, you've got pristine, crystal clear water, fresh seafood. The salmon just absolutely falls apart and you can, you can taste how fresh it is. Um, breathtaking views, just like postcards. Every time you turn a corner, there's either a mountain or, or a beautiful lake. Um, you know, the lakes, some of the lakes that we've seen, uh, uh, you know, reminded me a little bit of, of Canada and, and um, you know, Lake Louise. It was just, it's just been breathtaking. Uh, the countryside, some sort of feel of old English uh, little towns that you go through. And uh, look, even Hobart, when we drove down to Hobart, uh, some of the group stayed before they picked the motorhomes up in the Henry Jones um, Art Hotel, which is right on the wharf, uh, right on, on the um, on the harbour side. And it's only like five minutes walk to the city as well. J- just fantastic, just fantastic. So um, we went and stayed in Lake St. Clair. Uh, that was, again, something that I, I it, it was like a postcard. It was just so beautiful. It's actually, if you did, if you had caught any fish, you would have been able to see them um, be caught. The, the water was that clean and that clear. <laughs> it was just stunning. Uh, and it did. It, it actually looked like Canada. So um, I, I'm just, and I, you turn a corner and it looks like you, you expect Yogi Bear to jump out. It was just, it's just been gorgeous. <laughs> um, accommodation that, you know, all the people that we've met here are uh, stunning, uh, wonderful service. Uh, but I can, I've never eaten such fresh, divine food. And I think also because all, all of your, your, um, your cattle and your sheep, etc., are on these lush green hillsides um, eating, you know, all organic, plentiful food. <laughs> so, yeah. and, um, you, and you talked about the wines to me yesterday as well. You said some oh, of the wines yes, and wineries you the, visited. We've visited quite a few wineries. There's also um, distilleries here. Um, we're going to an oyster farm this afternoon. Um, as I said, you can go fly fishing. Uh, there's something here for, for everybody. There really is beautiful walks. There's over 60 um, stunning walks through nature trails. Uh, we went to some Nelson Falls, the um, waterfalls. That was just like seriously like something out of a, you know, a movie you expected fairies to start jumping around somewhere. Um, and there are over 60 of the short uh, trail nature walks. And, and, and they just, you just stand there and can't believe the beauty of it all.
So right today, where are you right now, uh, Shirley? Okay, so so right now we just arrived in St. Helen. Yep. Um, and St. Helen, uh, we've just arrived here. We were going to, today we're going to, as I said, an oyster, uh, fresh oyster um, farm, which is called Leaf 65. Um, they are going to Priority Ridge Wines <laughs> to have another wine tasting. Uh, but but St. Helen, we've been saying a lot of the, the big four caravan parks and they've been sensational some of the people decide to stay in lovely cabins um, and there's plenty of accommodation um, and as I said that you know every one of the staff here with all of the places you go into I think they're so excited to have tourists here that they're just treating everybody like Fantastic. gold it's, it's a wonderful experience but yeah. we've got eight motorhomes um, all together cool. and we're following each other um, as I said, there's, there's just nothing that you could want that is not here. It's just stunning. And, and I think you mentioned that uh, there was a great attitude towards tourism from all the uh, operators there and the people in the shops and that, that a good oh, feeling absolutely. that you know, you're welcome to uh, uh, come and see our beautiful country. Oh, look, you know, there's a smile on their face. What can they do? Nothing's too much trouble. Um, as, as I said, it, it's, you can just feel that they're so grateful that you're here. But people in Adelaide that think that they can't go on holidays right now come to Tasmania and, and feel I know that you're, you know, our team down um, at BHT will look after you, make sure if it's a motorhome holiday or if it's a, you know, a four-wheel drive holiday or, or whatever, um, it, it, you can have everything here. You can either fly over, as as you'd know, Phil, there are some direct flights still um or going via Melbourne, yep. or you can, you know, hire a motorhome when you get here. Yeah. Uh, Mich- uh, Cheryl Lee, we've got a question from one of our listeners, so if you want to listen now, we'll yes. you a question coming to you. Yes. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm just curious if you stopped at a place called Lake Barrington. No. Should we? Or put it on your list. Yeah, right. definitely. It's one of the world's best, um, you know when they do that rowing, the skulls? Yes, yes. It is one of the best places in the world for that sort of racing. And when you pull up there, you're flat, but then you look across the lake and there's a huge mountain there. Oh, and wow. Is that the West Coast or East Coast? Oh, it's kind of in the middle. <laughs> it's in the middle, all right. Okay. Yeah, sure. So you've got Lake Petter in the middle and, you know, all that. So it's probably towards... No, you'll find it on the map. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, right. thanks, Michael. Oh, I think one of the things that you just raised, Michael, is, and I said this to Cheryl Lee yesterday, a lot of people think they can just get a car and see Tassie in seven days. But, you know, the more you hear people talk about the places you must see and must things you must do, it goes, uh, Tony, to being a, a 10, 12, 14-day experience. Oh, yeah. And if you're going to go and yeah, see yeah. Tassie, do it properly and spend more time because uh, it's just a beautiful island to see and, and there's so much uh, history down there as well. There is. Look, even beautiful beaches still, um, you know, like last night we stayed in Bridport and woke up this morning to looking out to the ocean and these beautiful little bays. Uh, again, water pristine, crystal clear, uh, just stunning. You couldn't have wanted more than to wake up looking, looking at that. Shirley, we've also had during the, the December, January, February and going into March now, um, coral expeditions doing circumnavigations of Tassie and also 10 days and 16-day yep. programs. So, you know, you're right there. That, you know, they've got so much there to offer. So thank you for uh, hooking up today. I'll let you get back to the winery or the, you know, shucking the uh, oysters uh, and enjoy it. But uh, we'll get you on when you come back and tell us more about your experience in doing Tasmania because this girl, uh, Tony's 
you know, has done so much tour leading for us with all over the world. And to hear her enthusiasm about Tassie is just fantastic. So, Shirley, thank you, and go back and enjoy the rest of the party. I will. I'll have a, a glass and an oyster for both. Thank, thank, thank you very Phil, much. Thanks, Phil. It's uh, 13 minutes to one. We're talking travel with Phil Hoffman from Phil Hoffman Travel. Tina at Mitchell Park, you've been patiently waiting on the phone. We'll get to you in the next minute or so. It's 13, to, uh, 13, 13 minutes to two now. You don't need to travel far to experience the extraordinary with Globus, Cosmos and Phil Hoffman Travel. From visiting unspoiled waters in the top end to enjoying fresh oysters in Tassie, sunset on Rottnest Island or seeing the sunrise at Uluru. The choice is yours with a seven-day guided tour starting from $2,580 per person. Explore with a local Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian and here for you. Visit pht.com.au Scraped your caravan? Walker Crash Repairs, an RAA-approved caravan crash repairer. This is Tony Pilkington. We'll talk with Phil Hoffman from Phil Hoffman Travel. It's 12 minutes to 2. Phil uh, from Andrew. Can Phil confirm when Hardy Gruton Antarctic cruises for late this year, early next year? Will uh, the details be available? I use the Norwood branch of Phil Hoffman Travel from Andrew. Phil, the answer to that? Yeah, no, they've got uh, information on it and they've got dates and all that. Uh, we're being optimistic that it may happen, you know, January, February in 22. Um, there may be one before Christmas if, if we get clearance with flights and that. But certainly if they go into the Norwood office, they'd be able to give them the latest information. Hurdy Gruton, great way of seeing Antarctica and great prices, including airfares in, in, into their package, uh, Tony. So it's a very affordable way of doing it and still one of my, you know, uh, top of the list uh, trips that I've done. I've done it twice uh, by ship and twice by flying over the top of it. And we've got a, yeah. another flight with Qantas, a charter flight in November, uh, Tony, where people can go down for the day. Fly out of Adelaide. You don't need a passport. Get on in Adelaide. Fly straight down to Antarctica. Six hours, seven hours of, of seeing Antarctica and back to Adelaide. Get back at night and you say, oh, that was a good day. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you go today? Yeah. Oh, I flew down to the South Pole. Yeah. Oh, bullshit. Yeah, I did. I really did. And I'm back again. <laughs> Let's uh, go to Tina, God lover at Mitchell Park. Yeah. Been waiting. She's sorry, age. Tina, She's to keep you waiting. Time. It's all Hello, good. Tina. We're, we're, we're fine. Good. Um, just a quick one. I'm just about to oh, contemplating booking um, a couple of couple of trips in Europe. Yep. Um, uh, so uh, the, the prices on the the cruises are very very good. However. Just want to get your opinion. What do you think airfares will look like? Do you think they're going to jack the prices up? Or Tina, you, Tina, you must you must have been in a meeting with us this morning in our boardroom. We had a, a big meeting with Holland America, and we're talking about you know, airfares, and we said it's the one thing we can't sort of put our fingers yeah. on at the moment. Mm. Uh, I don't think they'll be silly airfares. I think they'll be uh, you know uh, good airfares, uh, appropriate for you know the time. The hardest thing at the moment, Tina, is we don't know how many airlines will be flying out of Adelaide because you know we're hearing that Emirates isn't coming back, but certainly uh, Qatar is, uh, Singapore is, Cathay still flying Malaysia. So I think mm-hmm. I think you'll have good fares, but you'll need to move once we, we get those fares, but we just have nothing at the moment, Tina, but I still yeah. think they'll be very fair. Excellent. Okay. Thank okay. Thanks, Tina. Yeah, we discussed it this uh, morning, this is, Tony, because uh, we yeah. just don't know at the moment and we're waiting for Qantas will be probably one that will lead the batting in terms if they start talking about October, the, having international fares, they'll be where the, the sort of base rate will be and then they'll move from there. Right on. Phil, this is from John Thompson, sent us an email about a week or so ago. G'day, Phil. I'm a gold frequent flyer 
and asked, what is the luggage allowance with Jetstar? I booked a flight through the QFO, the Qantas website, and my first leg is uh, with Qantas, where I enjoy two by 32 kilogram allowances. Uh, yeah. Does it vary because of uh, the fact yeah, that yeah, you, you, uh, they need to look at the Qantas uh, Jetstar uh, website and see how many yeah. are they allowed because they are strict on that, very strict. And I've been caught uh, coming back from Cairns on Jetstar being, uh, you know, taking too much luggage. And uh, I was with Michael Keelan. We both got uh, <laughs> jabbed with uh, you know, extra, extra costs. But uh, no, so yeah, they need to be careful. But, but if they've gone out on a Qantas, flight uh, initially they need to check with Tony and uh, we certainly could find out that for them uh, from Drew sending us a text uh, Phil uh, does uh, travel insurance generally these days include uh, allowances for COVID cancellations and flights that simply don't take off oh yeah yeah, no problems. But we're yeah. we're we're uh, we're waiting on the new insurance, Tony. It's again, it's another area where we can't give you know definitive answers because we're waiting for the insurance companies to agree on what they will uh, support over. And at the moment, I know that if you get uh, any problems with, once you're in flight with COVID, you had to had to spend some time in a hospital. They'll cover you, but they won't cover uh, you know if the trip is cancelled completely and you're over there, sort of thing. So, but Tony, we we. I'll, I'll, what I'll do is next week I'll get a real clarification of where assurance is because it is one of those uh, areas at the moment that uh, we're not 100% uh, certain on. Leslie's uh, email, interesting one, Phil. He said, um, with uh, the uncertainty of uh, international flights, hoping that as Alan Joyce and you've suggested earlier in the show, as early as October this year, are there some really, in are there any in really cheap, <laughs> inexpensive overseas slot flights available if you're prepared to pay the full toad odds as of right now? No, not at the moment, Tony. No, not, not at the moment. moment I, th no. I think I think it'll be a couple of more months before we'll get uh, the sort of first taste of what fares will be. But uh, but I will. What I'll do is also uh, talk to Qatar uh, Airlines because they're still flying in and out of Australia. They've got restricted numbers coming in, and the cost coming in from you know overseas destinations is is much higher than it would normally would be. But uh, I'll check on what the, the costs are going out so that we get an idea what we think they may you know lie between. Alrighty, from Gail sending us an e email. Phil, I'd like to travel to Tasmania and take my car across on the spirit of Tasmania and would like to take my dog with me. Can I take the dog on the spirit of Tasmania? And when I get to Tassie, can I book dog friendly oh god caravans or cabins uh, to stay along the way Tony on all those Gale. yeah on all those questions I think you uh, you need to come and talk to us in the office and talk to someone who can chase that especially with the ferry and other places but because they would have places where you could you know have the dogs on hold down, downstairs but yeah it, look at Tony it's a big question at the moment because more and more yeah. places are trying to accommodate for dogs and uh, you know with accommodation and, and also you know caravan parks etc so it's a good one, but I think they need to come in and talk to us and get the full information so we can chase the operators concerned. Gail, look, I've got some advice for you, and I'm, I'm not in the travel game at all. Gail, look, go down on your own, okay, yeah, catch a plane, three flights a week from Adelaide, Phil, is that yep, right? Yep, three direct absolutely. Flights? Yeah. Go down on your own, land at the airport and hire a dog. 
Yeah, you know, there's got to be some some goose down in Tasmania, somebody in Tasmania who'll hire you the dog for the bloody week, and then it's going to be so much cheaper. There's no mention of a husband or a boyfriend here. Just, oh, Gail, leave the dog at home and go down to Tasmania. Tony, can I tell you, uh, two of my friends came back from uh, Dubai after living there for nearly 10 years to bring their yeah. two little dogs back, one way from uh, Dubai, yeah. $13,000 for the two of them. Thirteen thousand for, for the dogs. Yeah, for the two dogs. <laughs> no, no, there's expenses. Yeah, 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 for two dogs. You yeah. Can, no, you Tony. You land here in Adelaide and get a hold of Dr. Derek <laughs> McNair, and he can get you these little mongrel little French. You know, there's little Tony, French food. You're going to get us into trouble. <laughs> but, but Tony, can I tell you, I was in the on a new ship, the Viking Star. <laughs> Tony, can I tell you, on the Viking Star, sitting at a very formal dinner, and this couple yeah. Americans who were running Viking at the stage, and uh, they were very serious, and they said about their dog having a birthday coming up, and they got, and because they're going to be away for the, his birthday, they had a limo p- yeah. going to pick him up, take him to a hotel where you have a hamburger for the dog. And Tony, no, you're kidding me. Tony, you? No, no, I'm not. And I had to keep a straight face. I had to keep a straight face. I thought, I do not believe what I'm hearing. But uh, Tony, people with dogs, they'll spend uh, a lot of money. <laughs> oh, gee. Phil, um, <laughs> I'm still getting over the 13,000. Yeah, 13,000. To fly the little mongrels. <laughs> they must have been up front in first class, obviously, you know. Tony, can I, yeah. Tony, can I just say that we had coral expeditions doing a 10-night cruise around South Australia, and I had neighbours that uh, come back and said it was a fantastic trip and Coral Expeditions, which only is a, like an expedition ship, 100 people, all Australian crew, blah, blah, blah. They're going to do the same 10-day uh, night uh, departure uh, late November, the 22nd of November and also December the 2nd. And they're also doing stuff down in Tassie uh, and in WA. So if people are now itching to do something, you know, look at towards uh, later this year because there's a lot of programs coming on. I've just been announced before I came into the station that Senior Eclipse are going to be, which is one of the best ships in the world ever to sail on, is going to be to the Kimberleys in May this year. Uh, we'll have departures for that. Penant Cruises with, a, uh, again, 200-passenger ship. Uh, we'll be doing uh, all sorts of itineraries. And so if people want to come in and start talking to us, there's some really exciting programs close to home, circumnavigating uh, Tassie, as I just said earlier on. Uh, and so plenty of Australian programs at the moment, Tony, that can really satisfy your desire to travel. As I said, we're on hold as far as international, but all the good news is that the uh, vaccinations around overseas are starting to really bring the numbers down. So we could be travelling internationally by October. You know, that's being me being the optimist, but uh, I'm sure, you know, but there's a lot of stuff at the moment. As And all the borders are open, so fingers crossed we keep them. We just need them to be consistent. Oh, but uh, yeah. a lot of chances for people to get up and go, Tony. Uh, from Pamela sending us a text. Uh, Phil, uh, love listening to Cheryl Lee. Could, uh, could Phil Hoffman travel? The idea of flying to Tassie really appeals. We do not own our own motorhome. No. Could Phil Hoffman organise a motorhome hire whilst down in Tasmania? Yeah, absolutely. And we, that's what we do, Tony. We can do car hire. We can do motorhome. Uh, Cheryl Lee was the only, uh, her and Ron were the only couple that had their own motorhome. The rest flew into Hobart and we got the, you know, the motorhomes for them, etc. So that's the way you can do it, Tony, and take your time and explore. The same with the car hire. We have terrific 
perfect packages, seven nights, 12 nights, uh, whatever, and depending on the level of accommodation and some of the bonus offers that are out there. So Tassie, as I said to you, is probably the number one hot destination at the moment and certainly good value. But what I love about it, and it's a bit like New Zealand, they really want to make you feel welcome. And I think that's a big difference yeah. when you're traveling is to go down where people are excited about you being and visiting their place. And there is so much to see and do across. And as Cheryl Lee said, she didn't realize how much beauty was in Tassie. And she yeah, compared it to yeah. me when we were talking yesterday about, she said, Phil, you know how much I love Taz, Ella, Canada and Alaska. She said, it reminded me a lot of that. And, you know, that's still one of my, you know, top destinations in the world. I think of the beauty of Canada. When she started talking about that, I thought, I got, and I myself got to get up and go and see more of Tassie. Tony, that's how I felt after talking to her yesterday. Phil, as we wrap it up, we haven't mentioned it for a week or oh. so. Train travel, still, uh, still yeah, popular? Yeah, still very hot, still going well. Uh, Tony, just a couple of things to finish up on with the seminars coming up. We've, uh, yeah. we've got tomorrow, we're, we're launching the Princess program for 22-23. And uh, we've got three seminars, 10.30, 1.30 and 4. Most of them are full, but you could still, I think we could, you know, push you in. Um, uh, because it's the opening of their Princess uh, program for 22-23, some beautiful itineraries. And then uh, the following week on the 9th of March, we've got three sessions where we got APT, um, who's and, our, and the whole formula is about living the dream, whether it be domestic or international. Oh, yeah. And we're starting to see, Tony, big movements towards people booking uh, river cruising in Europe for 2022. So oh, it's starting to get so a little good. bit more excitement into uh, people's feelings about travelling and, and the desire to travel. Phil, we're all itching to do it. So many people <laughs> are saying, oh God, it can't come soon enough. Phil Hoppin from Phil Hoppin Travel, lovely to catch up with you. We'll do the same thing next uh, next Tuesday afternoon a little after 1.30. You don't need to travel far to experience the extraordinary with Globus, Cosmos and Phil Hoffman Travel. From visiting unspoiled waters in the top end to enjoying fresh oysters in Tassie, sunset on Rottnest Island or seeing the sunrise at Uluru. The choice is yours with a seven-day guided tour starting from $2,580 per person. Explore with a local Phil Hoffman Travel, proudly South Australian and here for you. Visit pht.com.au.